What's up and welcome back to the Grace Made Podcast. This is a show where I tell on myself and then brag on how God's grace has kept me through all of my mess. I'm your host, Stephanie Porter Brown, and today's episode is about that one time I got fired from my job. Now, if this is your first time listening to the Grace Made Podcast, please go to Instagram and follow me at S Porter Brown so you can be inspired and stay up to date on all things Grace Made. Now, I've worked a lot of jobs. I started working as a senior in high school back in 2009, and my first job was at Red Lobster. So shout out to all of the servers, hostess, bartenders, busboys, dishwashers, anybody in the food service industry, because it is tough. And let me tell y'all, y'all cousins be rude, so please take it easy on the people when you go out to eat. But I did not get fired from Red Lobster. But my experience with working has just been very interesting. I want to go to 2016. A lot of changes happened this year. I had some family members go through some major surgeries. I was making some major life decisions. Just just regular regular life was happening. I was working for this consulting firm as a financial analyst. I won't say the name of the company, but the company was geared towards hiring people who were veterans, military spouses, or those who were connected to the military in any kind of way. Even though my husband is a vet, but at that time, I didn't check any of those boxes. So I thought it was like a, it wasn't a red flag, but it was definitely like a bright orange. Okay, they only want people from this this certain segment, and they were definitely marketing it to be a good thing. And so anyway, I got hired at this job as a financial analyst. And so my job was to track and and monitor mutual funds in the stock market. (laughs) And it was also to review the documents that the funds had to submit to the SEC, which is like the Security and Exchange Commission. They keep track on basically all things stocks and investments. I didn't really think about it being interesting or really intriguing until maybe after I left or I told people what I was doing at the time. But I think this job really helped me settle in on my purpose. Sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to get closer to what you do want to do. But anyway, I think this job was a blessing. Well, I know this job was a blessing because I met one of my great friends, Natalie, there. And I really feel like God placed me at this job to specifically meet her. And we both hated the job. So we just instantly connected on the first day. And then as we kept working there longer, we both felt "Mm, this really isn't for me. And personally, every time I would go into work, I just felt the need for more. I, I just wanted more. I didn't have a word to describe the more that I wanted. I just knew where I was wasn't it and I wanted more. That's not really enough to like up and leave your job. And I also knew at this job that my heart wasn't in it because every time I would be at work, I would find something else to do. Like I'm literally monitoring millions and sometimes billion dollar funds. And I would just be sitting at my desk, twiddling my thumbs, not really caring. And I remember 
one of our clients got like upset with me because I didn't note like a dollar change to this multi-million dollar fund and y'all it sent me over the edge like you complaining about a dollar my nigga what is life and so it was that was the turning point for me of wanting to get out of this situation and because my heart wasn't in this job it definitely showed in my performance I was showing up to work late and and I literally worked I literally worked like three minutes from my house I didn't work far at all but I would be late because I just didn't want to be there and when I was at work like I said I would be finding other things to do other ways to occupy my time rather than than doing the work I was a terrible employee and yeah because I was just trash they they ended up firing me but it's so crazy because the week before I got fired I was nominated to be on the diversity committee at my at my job they wanted to make the workspace more inclusive to non-military individuals and I was a non-military individual at that point like Nobody in my family was connected to the military. I wasn't with anybody in the military, didn't want to go into the military. It definitely piqued my interest that they wanted to start this committee to diversify the efforts in the organization to to cater to people who didn't have any military affiliation. So I got nominated to this committee and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cute. I get to be in some meetings. I don't have to sit at my desk um, for eight hours a day. Cool. And so yeah, that happened the week before I got fired. And then the day I got fired, I went to lunch with the CEO of the company I was working for. Yes, y'all. While I was at lunch, unbeknownst to me, this kind of came out later. My supervisor was looking for me to let me go while I was at lunch with the CEO. And so something wasn't adding up. But like I said, I didn't learn any of this until after I had left the company But it was just very strange. I didn't necessarily understand the climate of the company. I didn't understand like the end goal and the mission. And so that for me was just, again, a hot orange flag of, okay, what y'all got going on here? But I was cool being fired. I didn't really feel no type of way. I had a couple trips lined up after I was released from my job. So I was like, all right, I'm about to I'm about to go on, on a few trips and I'm about to sit in Virginia for the next couple of weeks. It's fine. That was all cool until my money ran out. And then I was questioning like my whole life, my entire being, my existence. I was just questioning everything. Like, whoa was me. Here I am. Like one moment I'm so happy that I've been fired from this job and then the next moment I'm literally curled up in a ball having a mental breakdown so from then it was like this ongoing cycle of me trying to figure out my life and it failing miserably and for a long time during that kind of like ongoing cycle I was struggling with finding my purpose I wanted to know the one thing God created me to do and just go hard at that one thing at this time I just saw people in my life just stepping into positions and careers and just projects and passions and roles where it just seemed like they were created just for this thing they knew exactly what they wanted to do and is God himself dropped like the purpose package in their lap and they just began to just run with it and take off and so that's what I wanted like I wanted my purpose package from Jesus what is it tell me the one thing that I'm supposed to be doing so I can get off of this hamster wheel and continue to move forward well that didn't really happen and, and yeah, I had to learn a lot of lessons the hard way and being someone who's good at multiple things, right? Like 
I have so many talents is crazy. Now, if I would have said this statement a few years ago, I would have looked down upon that because I looked at it as a bad thing. I wanted my one thing. I wanted my niche. I wanted the thing that was specifically designed for Stephanie. And having multiple talents, having all of these different skills just didn't seem to fit in what I thought my purpose or my path needed to be. So that was a constant struggle for me. And so just sitting here and saying, yeah, I'm good at a lot of stuff. It feels good. It feels good knowing that I don't have to fit in some type of mold that I created in my head or I'm getting from society because that wasn't the case for me. And so losing this job sent me on a journey of of self-discovery that I didn't anticipate to happen. And from that, I learned a few lessons about purpose. But one thing I do know about purpose, and y'all, this is not even one of my tips, but purpose isn't linear. It isn't you go from one thing to another, to another, to another. It doesn't happen in sequential order. And I think for me in my mind, being such a strategic planner, I definitely see things in steps. I see things in phases. And when my life wasn't lining up to the steps or the order in which I thought it should be, oh, it sent me on a downroll spiral. Like I was just all over the place because I kept trying to find something to sink my teeth in to make my plan, to make my life the way I thought it should be. And in that, I wasn't giving God any room. Like what type of life is that? Life that where God doesn't have any room. I wasn't giving him any room. I was trying to do everything on my own. And that turned out just like a disaster. But Okay, so back to my points. What I learned about purpose is purpose brings peace. And so just to like frame that point, during this time of me working as a financial analyst at this company, I was also freelancing as a brand manager for creative brands. And I loved working with my clients. I enjoyed creating strategies from the ground up and really taking pieces of this idea and pieces of this idea and making it into something that was cohesive and putting plans together that was going to impact people to to do a certain thing and to make sure deliverables were done on time and that all the tasks were complete and just doing all of these things and making people's ideas come to life. I really enjoyed that. But in my day to day, I was doing something that was analytical and just so redundant. There was no room for me to think creatively in the world of finance. It's like it's dollars, it's cents, it's numbers. And there's only so much you can do with that. And so my Excel sheets and my my Bloomberg terminal was only getting me so far in my personal pursuit to discover my path in life, I guess. But even though I say purpose brings peace, the work that I was doing didn't come without challenges. I mean, there were many late nights. There were many times where I had to figure things out. The teams I was working with had to figure things out because we were in the trenches trying to make something out of nothing. But I'd rather grind it out doing my own thing versus doing somebody else's thing. And that's what I came to realize in this space in my life. I didn't necessarily like the work I was doing because it didn't have any direct impact. It wasn't making me feel alive. I didn't care 
if this multi-million dollar fund lost a dollar what does that have to do with me and my homegirls like it it has nothing there's there was no there was no passion behind anything that I was doing and so by running my freelance hustle business thing I had going on it just opened my eyes to a different way of thinking and a different way of living I saw that I didn't have to clock in at 7 a.m. and leave at 3.30 to make money. I didn't have to be on such a rigid routine in that type of way to be fulfilled. I could create money in a different type of way. I could live my life on my own terms. And just thinking back to that, that time in my life, nothing really compared to the feeling that I was doing after hours. And so I, f- I feel like, there was a peace that came with with purpose. And it was really unexplainable. I can't even really put a word to it, but I just felt good. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like this was work that I should be doing. And it didn't matter how long I had to stay up, what I had to sacrifice, that I wanted to continue to do this work. And so the second thing I learned about purpose during this season in my life is that purpose doesn't leave you. I... I I feel like deep down, we all know what we want. And it may not be, and when I say want, it's not saying this is the college I want to go to. This is the neighborhood I want to live in. This is the wedding dress that I want to buy. It's more so of a want of the quality of life. Like we all know what type of life we want to live and what our aspirations for living look like. At the time, I didn't have a name for it. I didn't know what my thing was. I didn't know what that more life looks like. I didn't have the the name for the thing that I desired to to achieve, but I knew it was something. And being that I could make money doing my own thing was encouraging to me. Now, was it enough money to cover all of my bills? No, but I was but I was making money. I knew the life I wanted to live involved freedom. It involved me having more control over how I spent my day. I didn't want to be dictated by time in order to make money. And that was just a new idea for for people in my family or the people that are in my life. You grow up, you go to college, you get a nine to five, or you go to trade school and you work this trade or you go to the military and you just insert yourself in these systems. And so sometimes when you do something that's outside of the system, it's going to look foreign and people aren't going to understand it. But I was seeing the fruit from working for myself and I knew it was something that I that I wanted to do long term, but I didn't necessarily know how. I didn't know how to, to scale it. I didn't know how to grow it. And even in not knowing how to scale it, to grow it or whatever, I didn't even know what the thing was that I wanted to grow because I keep going back to this. I had so many skills, so many talents that my work was all over the place. Like I just wanted so badly to to hone it in, but it just wasn't seeming like it was in the cards for me. But Even at this job, there was a point where I was like, you know what? I'm not taking any new clients. I really want to focus on my job, my (laughs) this nine to five that's paying me, that's giving me these good benefits. And so I just kind of stopped doing those extra side jobs. And so what I learned is that purpose doesn't leave you. You can bury it. You can shy away from it. But it's, it's still there. 
just because I stopped doing something that made me feel inspired, made me feel like I was really impacting other people, making a difference. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. I just wasn't actively acting on it. I didn't know anybody directly who had started a business and was really running a business for themselves and living life on their own terms. And I was like, okay, this can't be done. I was getting inside of my head and let and letting outside influences tell me it wasn't possible. So I just buried the the thoughts that I was having of creating this this life full of freedom and just shying away from it. And even I tried to kill it by not accepting new clients and I don't know. It was just like this whole like whirlwind. And even to this day, I wish I would have journaled more so I could understand what I was really going through at that time. And so the third thing that I learned about purpose during this time is that everything outside of purpose feels like hell, right? It just feels like it's this inner battle between what you're supposed to do and what you want to do and that everything is in conflict like nothing makes sense there's this heavy tension of wanting to go left you're supposed to be right and not necessarily understanding how to deal with that I thought about quitting my job so many times right I'm like okay I'm just gonna leave I got a few coins saved up I can do this, but I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to seem ungrateful. I was at a good job. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like this job is letting me come in late, y'all. They're not really stunting my habits. I mean, and, and I had pretty bad habits. I had benefits. I was able to take time off when I wanted to. I had an hour lunch break, which isn't a luxury for some people. And so I felt like I was in a good position. And Stephanie, don't you mess up this good thing. Because we're not supposed to mess up the good things in our life. And so I felt selfish for wanting to put my dreams first. And that just made me feel bad. I mean, I feel like that just made me feel even more like depressed because, again, there's this inner conflict going on and I'm not knowing how to solve it. And so this season was just very, it was real interesting for your girl. One thing about purpose is that and whatever you are trying to do and when you're trying to get to the next level you have to accept the unknown I don't know what your dream is but don't give up on it and when you are chasing something that's bigger than yourself faith is a requirement there's no way that I could have gotten to where I am now I don't even know what season to call this in my life but there's no way that I could have made strides to be where I am without having faith and I think when I was just so desperate in wanting God to to answer my question what is my purpose what do you want me to do what path should I take I felt like God wasn't giving me no answers for real I felt like he was just like girl just figure it out and if it's what you're supposed to do I'll bless it if it's not then it won't be blessed but go forth and prosper. But that wasn't the case. I wasn't allowing myself to to be open to the process. Again, I, I felt like my hand was too much in it to allow God to really come in and do transformation. But one thing that I know is that God will reveal more details about the promise and purpose he has for you along the way. And it just requires us to take the first step. For me, I did not know what that thing was. The thing wasn't start a business 
grow it to a million dollars. Like I never had a concrete thing. I just had the desire to want more for myself. I had the vision of just wanting more freedom to be able to be healthy and to support myself and to support my family and the people that I love, to travel, to make decisions on my own time, not be constructed by time. I just I just had I had these visions, but I didn't necessarily have the thing that was going to get me to the vision and that was really messing me up inside and when I think about God revealing more details along the way I just really think about Abraham how in Genesis 12 God just called him out of his comfort zone he's like yo leave your father's house leave your people leave everything that you know and I'm gonna take you to a land that I will show you and immediately it says and Abraham went like There was no back talk, no dialogue, no questions. Abraham went. And so that's where we see him as the father of the faith because I would have had a whole bunch of questions. But and then in Genesis like 13, he's okay. let me tell you a little bit more about your offspring. And then we get to Genesis 15 and he's let me tell you a little bit more about the people that are going to come from you. In Genesis 21, Isaac is born. And then in Genesis 22, he's yeah, you're going to have to sacrifice him. God didn't give Abraham all the details when he called him out of his father's house. He just required one step from him to move and God never says like when or how he's going to bless Abraham like when the blessings are going to come when the promises are going to be fulfilled but all God was asking Abraham to do was believe and so that was the part I was missing during this whole phase in my life I was trying to make my job work I was trying to figure out my life I was trying to keep my clients I was trying to maintain healthy relationships I was trying to do it all but the one thing I wasn't doing was believing God I wasn't believing the promises that were in his bible the things that he has already promised me or the things that he what I'm saying said to me personally I was still in the middle of everything and I really believe that's why things weren't happening for me. And so my last point that I want to make on purpose is that you have to fight for the life you want. We give up too soon, right? When things don't happen the first time or the second time or the third time, we have a tendency to just throw up our hands, throw in the towels and say, this is not the path that I want to take. And when I say we, because I am that person, I like things to happen on the first time because I'm such a great planner. I've made all of these plans strategically. And so when something doesn't work for the first time, I think it's me. I think it's it's something that I did. And so that doubt and rejection and And like disappointment that comes with something not happening the first time is just detrimental to my pride and my ego. But when it comes to just having your purpose, we want to have practical purpose. Like we wanted to make it make sense, but it's not going to make sense because when faith is in the mix, it's not going to make sense. And so to get to the next level, to fight for the life you want, the the desires you have, the visions that you have for yourself is going to require faith. And it's not going to make sense. You're not going to know necessarily how you're going to get there, but just know there is a way. When you want to get to the next level, it's going to require you to give up some things. For me, the thing that I had to give up was control. I had to stop trying to figure it all out. For other people, it may be 
their spending habits, letting go of certain relationships, or you may have to let go of your limiting beliefs, the things that are holding you down. And only you know what you need to get what God has for you. And if you're not necessarily sure about your purpose or the path you should take, like I suggest that you really pray and lean into the word because in James, it says God gives wisdom to those who ask for it freely. There's no exchange for the wisdom. Like all we have to do is be earnest with our asking and God will give it to us. And I just really believe that when we lean into him more, we can really see the things that he wants for us. And so That is like my mini rant on purpose. And I just love that I started with that purpose isn't linear because I I think my tips weren't linear or the things that I have, have learned about purpose weren't linear. But being fired from this job just really put a lot of this in perspective for me. So one last thought. I used to think my purpose was arriving at a specific destination, like getting the job, living in the house, having the perfect relationship but it's not and purpose can be defined as the simple reason for why something exists an intended desire an outcome or a goal and so of course it's easy to equate those things with material possessions but that's not the case for me for me purpose is a journey of becoming all of the things I can't see or touch it's love joy peace patience and just really helping others find their path along the way and once I understood that there was no doubt in my mind that I have been living in purpose and walking in purpose for a very long time and so I just really want to encourage you to just keep going and really fight for the life you want so I want to leave you with this verse from Psalms 16:11 that says, "You reveal the path of life to me, and your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures." Honestly, if you just want to go get your life real quick, it's not even that long. Go ahead and just read Psalm 16. It's so good, I promise you. And I just pray you continue to just lean in and walk the path that God has created for you. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Gracemate podcast. If you want more, head over to gracemate.co slash podcast for show notes and other goodies. Have a great day.